0: Now unto God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Amen. Good morning. I hope this finds all of you safe and well and enjoying the wonderful weather that we often get in early November in this part of the world. sure is nice to be able to walk outside and it not be so hot and to enjoy the remaining color that this season of the year brings. I was sitting in my office on Tuesday afternoon, surrounded by books. I had two tablets open, and I was reading and praying and struggling, trying to discern what the Spirit would have me say about our gospel today, about the parable we just read from Matthew. I had stopped and started and deleted and started again so many times, it was starting to feel ridiculous and frustrating. I was reading yet another commentary when my phone rang. It was my niece Tasha. She was calling to chat on her way to do a home visit with two children who need remedial speech therapy. Tasha is a speech therapist in the schools in Georgia and she asked what I was doing so I told her I'm trying to write a homily but I'm having a hard time getting there. It just won't come. She asked me what the lesson was, so I told her it was the story of the ten bridesmaids who are waiting with their lamps for the bridegroom. The bridesmaids are waiting for the bridegroom to come to get the bride and then take her onto the ceremony, as was the custom of the time. Half of the bridesmaids had extra oil with them, while the other half did not. And those that didn't missed the celebration that happened when they went to get the oil. They weren't allowed in. Some commentaries talk about falling asleep, I told Tasha, but all ten of the bridesmaids fell asleep while they were waiting. So, the parable doesn't seem to be about staying awake. Despite what the last line says, keep awake, therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour. Maybe, I wondered aloud to Tasha, It isn't about staying awake, but about staying alert, about paying attention. The passage I went on to say seems to be about waiting and about being prepared. Don't run out of oil. Be ready for the bridegroom's delay. But I told Tasha I didn't know what to say beyond that. Tasha was silent for a moment. Then she said it seemed especially poignant to her, particularly powerful with the election and the pandemic and everything else that's happening in our nation and in the world right now, that the scripture would be about waiting and preparation. Since that's where we all are at the moment and have been for a while, we're waiting and trying to be prepared. I agreed with her and said, yes. We have been living in limbo for some time, and we don't know how much longer we'll be in limbo, how much longer we will have to wait. We don't know when we will get answers, solutions, or a way forward, and we don't know what the world will look like when we do. Tasha paused again, then said that didn't bother her so much because for her, that's where her faith comes in. Regardless of what happens, no matter what comes, she said, she trusted it all in God's hands. It isn't about knowing the outcome or the answers or the future or the circumstances resolving in a way that she wants or needs them to. It's about knowing and trusting the God in whom it all rests. I thought about what Tasha said for a moment and replied that really, That is where we always live. There are times when we feel more confident and certain. When our lives have a comfortable and known rhythm and flow, when we think we know with reasonable certainty what is going to happen and when, but in reality, we're always in a place of waiting and trusting, in a place of trying to be prepared for how God will work and move and be present within and through us and in the world around us. Taksha had arrived at her appointment, and as we said our goodbyes, I felt relief and gratitude because now I could actually finish my homily. So let's continue the conversation. What does it mean as followers of Christ to wait and be prepared? We all have experiences of waiting perhaps more recently than in the past, as some things are slower than they were before the pandemic. But we have all waited, whether on a birth, a death, or an answer. And we have prepared. We have planned putting together a nursery, gathering supplies, making sure that all that was needed to be said was said, planning for a significant change in our lives, but are we prepared and alert and awake and aware of God's presence, aware of God working in the interruptions, in the gaps, in the exceptions, in the disasters, in the surprises, and yes, in the waiting, in the discomfort, as well as in our joy. I think that's what Tasha and I were talking about. God is always present, but it's we who aren't alert and ready and prepared. We're used to living our lives, if we're honest, on autopilot, going through the rituals and practices and routines of our lives with one day flowing into another. And we get upset when there are interruptions or changes or challenges or struggle. We want things to be like they have always been. But God is present. God is working. God is acting even in those moments of disruption and challenge. Even amid the things we don't want, we don't expect, we don't like, God is always present and working so what if being prepared is about being aware of and consciously looking for God, for the presence and the action of God in our lives in the lives of those around us and in the world? What if it's looking and expecting to find Christ in your friends, your families, your neighbors, your enemies? As believers, we are the ones who can help others prepare and see the action of God when we share in their pain and their disappointments, as well as celebrating their joys and their victories. We can offer hope when things seem darkest and courage to those who are afraid. We need to be looking for all the ways God is acting and working and speaking now. If we don't, we won't be prepared and we will miss the opportunities to do God's work, to help heal the world, To offer our gifts in service to others and to reach out our hands in compassion to those in need. As followers of Jesus, we must be prepared always to act in love with our families, our neighbors, and our enemies. To encourage each other and show kindness. We must be prepared to seek justice for all and to work for a world where oppression and inequality no longer exist. We must be ready to see God in the face of friend and stranger. And we must look for God and live expectantly with obstacles, doubts, struggles, and paradox, knowing, trusting, believing that even then, God is always present. Amen.